Hey friends, it's Melissa. Welcome back to the podcast, our weekly time together. So glad that you're here. Anytime I think about the podcast, I always think about sitting down with a dear friend, you know, like at coffee, chatting, walking through life's questions, sometimes challenging one another, encouraging one another, strengthening each other's faith, and just knowing that you're here brings such a smile to my face. And it's it's so awesome to know that I'm among women like yourself in this community who are all just trying to figure it out, really. And we have a passion for deep transformation. And we're here for like whatever that means and whatever whatever that means for us as Christian women. We are here for it. And so I'm glad you're here today. And today might be a little bit more of a challenging chat, like one of those chats that you have with a friend that it's really hard to have, but you're so glad that you did it afterwards. So don't turn off the podcast just yet. But as always, just take pieces of this conversation that resonate with you or land where you're at and ponder them, pray over them and see how what we chat about here today might help you on your own journey to wellness. And I want you to consider a few things as you listen today. Do you find yourself getting stuck over and over anytime you decide to make a change in regards to your health? Do you tend to take the path of least resistance when the journey gets unfamiliar? Do your health goals seem empty or without purpose? And are you easily persuaded by media ads or fad diet or exercise programs to help you make a quick change in regards to your physical appearance? Okay, if you answered yes to any of those, stick around. I think this episode will be a bit challenging, but completely encouraging by the time that we're finished today. Welcome to the Wellness From Within podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Stewart, an overthinker and purpose-driven gal who knows what it's like to be underwhelmed and overwhelmed at the exact same time. Follow along and we'll learn to fight fear with faith, to live life on purpose, and ultimately discover true wellness from within. Okay, so here we are. It is the middle of May, and we are flying through 2021, like flying. And I don't know about you, but I can hardly believe that we are almost done with half of this year. And I think the older I get, the more that I say that, like time just goes by so fast and I guess it's true. I remember, you know, when I was younger, I felt like the days were forever long and I would hear people say, oh, you just wait. The older you get, the quicker the days go. And now I'm kind of seeing that for myself and I'm going, what 
is happening. Um, and so we're getting ready for summer and our kids homeschooled this year for the very first time. And it was quite interesting to say the least. We loved a lot of it and we didn't love a lot of it. So we're just happy that the year is winding up and we can kind of like put this school year behind us and we're looking at summer plans and what we're going to do next year for school. But I mean, it's here and I'm having to like think about all that stuff now. So I know that everyone is kind of in their own life story right now in regards to all those things. And I also know that with this part of the year comes like a reassessment of goals and maybe New Year's goals that you had and you're looking back going, what in the world? You know, where am I at? I've totally fallen off the bandwagon. I'm totally off of my goals and maybe you have some regret or you're starting to doubt or you're getting upset with yourself because you made some goals to yourself and you're not keeping them and all that stuff. So I thought this would be a really good time to do an episode on something I've seen play out in my own life as well as the lives of many of the women I've coached. And I think it's going to be very challenging to chat about this, but I also know that it's going to be very encouraging as you listen through this episode. And I think it's going to help those of us, and I say us because I am definitely included in this number, that seem to get stuck in your health and wellness goals often. And it's a very familiar story that we can all raise our hand and say that we've been through and you might even be in it now that you decide to make a change. And like, this is it. Like This is the day, this is the time that you're going to finally do it. And you make a commitment, you know, to start going to the gym or to eating healthier foods, limiting your social media time, or maybe you want to cut out sodas, you know, whatever the thing is, you know, this is it. Like this time it's really going to work. You're going to do it. And those are all great goals to have. But how many times do you make those goals to yourself and in just a few hours, okay, maybe days in some instances, but the resistance will set in very quickly. And your mind starts to tell you that very convincing story like it does every time. You know, you really deserve a break. This is too hard. These changes don't even matter. You can start tomorrow. You know, and before before long, you have started to believe like you've done every time before. I can't do this. And the word stuck is probably one of the 
words I hear the most with the people that I've worked with, the women that I've worked with and coached in their wellness journey and on their health goals is the word stuck. That most women say they just feel stuck in regards to their wellness journey. And this can be true in any area of our life. I don't think it's just in our wellness and our health. We'll talk about, we'll just talk about that today, but it can be in any area of your life. You just feel stuck. Like you make these commitments and you find yourself falling right back into the same mindset again. And you're just stuck. Like you can't find traction. You can't, you can't find that transformation. You don't ever feel like you've made headway or maybe you do make a little bit of headway and then you find yourself back in the same position again. Like you just feel stuck. And I think it's so interesting that, that our desire to change is there. Like we have this deep desire for the transformation. So why do we stay stuck? Why do we keep getting tripped tripped up over the same things and we have the same outcome every single time? So in today's episode, I want to talk us through a few reasons. Actually, I think the number one reason why I think that we stay stuck. And I don't want to leave you there. I want to show you how you can shift out of that and move forward when the resistance comes. Because here's the thing, the resistance will come. It's not a matter of if it's coming. It's a matter of will or if it's a matter of what will we do when it comes. So how will we handle the resistance when it shows up? Because it will. I mean, we live in a world where there's going to be resistance and that's a part of the journey. That's a part of us growing and and understanding how to move forward even with the resistance. So it will come. I don't want you to believe or think that we live in a world that's going to be, it's all going to be easy. I mean, you know that because you've obviously made goals and commitments to yourself and faced resistance before and this is why we keep getting stuck. We don't know what to do to shift out of that. And one of the things that we have to look at when we're talking about being stuck or resistance coming is looking at our well-being holistically. And so many of us do not see our our well-being that way. And what is holistic? Okay, holistic is just a fancy way to say that there are many parts of us that make us a whole. Like we're not just one part. We're not just physical body. You know, we're not only a spiritual being like we are, we are all, all of those things work together. Our mind, our intellect, our physical body, our spiritual soul, all make up who we are. And we can't approach our wellness from just one area. If we do, then, then we are really in denial of how we're created, how God created us, that he created us, mind, body, and spirit, that we have a spiritual partial part of ourselves that we can't neglect. We have a physical part of ourselves that we can't neglect. And in order to truly move forward and to find true wellness and to find traction, first of all, we must accept that that's how God created us. He created us mind, body, and spirit. But so many of the goals that I see women set for themselves and and even myself are about making changes to the physical parts of who we are, okay? This is why most of the 
goals that we set for ourselves are things like we want to lose weight, we want to build muscle, you know, we want to tone up. These things, or we want to slim, slim down, you know, these things are the parts of ourselves that we tend to want to focus on more. We have been marketed, completely marketed, by corporations who make lots of money to alter our physical appearance. I mean, that is the bottom line. I mean, cosmetic surgeries are one of the top performed surgeries in all the world. Why? Well, because they give us instant transformations in our physical appearance. There are literally hundreds and hundreds of different diet theories. Why? Because people want to find something that helps them to lose weight. There are literally hundreds and hundreds of different types of gyms and fitness boutique choices available. I mean, you can find any workout imaginable online or in person, you name it, it's out there. So if all these things are available, why do we keep getting stuck when it comes to changing our well-being? Well, here's what I, what I believe the answer is. We are trying to change the outside first. And I know that's a tough, that is a tough pill to swallow, but I've seen it over and over and over again. And I am not going to say that I've never seen anyone have success with changing the outside because I have, I mean, absolutely. There's been, there, there's always a physical transformation when you go, when you go through your well-being journey or, or wellness journey, but we have to, we have to understand, especially as Christian women, that our identity is not rooted in our physical appearance. And I'll say that again. Our identity is not rooted in our physical appearance. So why do we work and focus so hard and place so much demand on ourselves to change the physical parts of ourselves first? Why? I'll tell you why I think I have focused on that before. I think I have been more concerned with what people think of me physically. Maybe I've placed more value on my physical appearance than any other part of my well-being. Maybe I was conditioned as a child to believe that my body represented my worth. You know, like the, the size of my body represented my worth. And or, or maybe my desires for physical change were selfish and sinful even in nature. And those are hard things to say. But I, I, know, I know there is validity there because I've seen it played out over and over and, and hey, there could be a million different reasons why we place so much value on the physical appearance. Because, and it's not that the physical appearance or the physical parts of our being are not important because they are. We absolutely have to also work on the physical well-being portions of ourselves. But maybe we are working backwards. Maybe. There's a passage in James I've shared this before, and right now at church, we are we are reading through the book of James, and I thought, 
this is such a great reminder and James was was he had such a way to write that he really was like so blunt with what he said and it was he he had a way of really convicting uh, he really convicting way of writing and I want to read you this this passage in James that I think is so telling of the fleshly passions and desires that are so present in all of us. And this is James chapter four. I'll start at verse one. He says, what is causing the quarrels and fights among you? Don't they come from the evil desires at war within you? You want what you don't have. So you scheme and kill to get it. You are jealous of what others have, but you can't get it. So you fight and wage war to take it away from them. Yet you don't have what you want because you don't ask God for it. And even when you ask, you don't get it because your motives are all wrong. You want only what will give you pleasure. In verse 7, he says, So humble yourselves before God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Come close to God, and God will come close to you. Wash your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, for your loyalty is divided between God and the world. And this passage in James speaks so, so true of me and of my sinful desires so often that I have a war that is raging within me because my sinful fleshly passions are strong and so strong that they cause me to want things that are not honoring to God. There are, there are self-seeking desires. And he even says here, you don't have what you want because you don't ask God. And even when you ask him, the reason you're not getting it is because your motives are wrong. And maybe this is true of many of the reasons we want the things we want physically in our well-being. And I know this is tough. And maybe this doesn't apply to you. And if it doesn't, like, just press forward and move along through the episode or find a different episode that maybe is a little less heavy. But I don't think that we can glaze over this as Christian women when we are talking about our well-being because I think that because we've been marketed, because we've been distracted, Yes, by the things of this world, by the shiny objects out there that are telling us that we need to look this way, you know, be this size, weigh this amount, that we we long to be accepted and valued. And when the when the world around us is placing so much emphasis on the physical appearance, we feel like we need to place emphasis on it as well. And so we do, out of fleshly desires, want our bodies to look a certain way, to weigh a certain amount you know, to, to appear a certain way to people because we feel like it's going to make us more valuable. 
And that's just, that's just the, like the raw truth, y'all. I mean, I don't know how else to make it sound really pretty, but it's just the truth. I mean, we live in this type of world. And that's why we look at, like we can look at a television and see an ad for, you know, abs. And like the woman is completely like 0% body fat. She's got great abs. She's got a great chest. She's got a great backside and she's cut and tan and beautiful. And we think, okay, I need that machine because that's how I'm going to look. And it's just the truth of how we perceive our physical well-being. And a lot of the times we do what we do because it's a selfish self-seeking. Like my husband will love me more. My people will accept me more. I'll be more relevant in the world. I'll get this job. You know, all these reasons that we need to change our physical appearance and our motives are wrong. James tells us here, like we ask for things because, or the reason we don't get the things we ask is because our motives are wrong. And this is strong. This is a strong passage of scripture. And maybe it doesn't apply even, I mean, it, it applies to this particular subject, but, but it could apply to any part of our life. But we have to look within. I mean, this podcast is called Wellness from Within because sometimes it takes us looking inward. Most of the time, all of the time, it takes us looking inward to be honest about the motives of our heart behind behind why we desire the things we desire for ourselves, even in our health and wellness. And the truth is just that we live in a world that's self-seeking and we are so easily distracted by desires that place emphasis on ourselves and take the glory away from God. I want to read another story from Matthew. It's in Matthew chapter 23 and this is Jesus here and he is speaking to a crowd of people. The disciples are there. And he begins to call out the behavior of the scribes and Pharisees of the day. They were also the religious rulers. And Jesus' words here are so very blunt. He begins to reveal the condition of their heart. And how they work so hard to make the outside look clean while the inside is dead and full of hypocrisy. So here is the passage from Matthew. Uh, I'll read Matthew chapter 23 verses 26 through 28. Jesus says, blind Pharisee, first clean the inside of the cup so that the outside of it may also become clean. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites. You are like whitewashed tombs, which appear beautiful on the outside, but inside are full of the bones of the dead and every kind of impurity. In the same way, on the outside, you seem righteous to people, but inside you are full of hypocrisy and lawlessness. And those are the words of Jesus. And it sounds so familiar and so close to the words of James. 
And this entire passage is referring to the way that these religious people worked so hard to make themselves appear righteous on the outside. And Jesus had no care or concern for their outward rituals. He saw straight through every one of their checklists. And he gives, he gives a beautiful piece of truth here when he says, First, clean the inside of the cup so that the outside may also become clean. And why is this such an important statement? I think this is the key to everything we're talking about here today. Because we've all done this. We've all worked to clean up the outside of ourselves first in attempt to try to get this visual, physical transformation on the outside. And it works for a little bit. But this is why we keep getting stuck. Because our foundation is shaky. We've only cleaned up an outward appearance of who we are. And it's not sustainable. It's not lasting. It's behavior modification is really what it is. And behavior modification will only work for so long until we get too tired. It's exhausting to try to keep the outside looking good. There's no, it's void. It's empty. The inside is void. The inside is not clean. The outside might look a certain way or might feel a certain way, but our desire, our, our motives are selfish. And before long, we find ourselves, you know, stuck back into the original path that we were on. Because if there's no inward transformation, we'll keep getting stuck and stuck over and over again. So how can we approach our health and wellness goals without focusing on the outside first? This is what I think is going to be the encouraging part of the conversation. We've had some, we've had We've had a really tough conversation in regards to maybe motives or maybe reasons why we keep getting stuck in our, in our health goals and our wellness goals when, we, when it comes to physical appearance. But how do we focus on our, how can we approach our health goals without focusing on the outside first? What is wellness from within? And it's really at the heart of all that I do and teach women. And this is a journey that I've personally been on. I worked for years and years and years to change my physical appearance first. But God in his grace and his mercy and his love has shown me so graciously. That, that doesn't work. Like it's not lasting. And so there's a book by a guy named James Clear. And he uh, wrote this, it's a New York Times bestseller. It's a book on forming habits. And this is just a plug for his book. It's an amazing book. You should go buy it. But this is a little bit more practical tip that he gives in the book. He says this, oh, the book is called Atomic Habits. I don't know if I said that. James Clear, Atomic Habits. He says this, behind every system of action, is a system of beliefs. Behind every system of action is a system of belief. It's hard to change your habits if you never change the underlying beliefs that led to your behavior. You have a new goal and a new plan, but you haven't changed who you are. And I think this 
little statement that he makes in this book is exactly, you know, what we talked about at the very beginning of the podcast episode. Like when we work to change the outside first, what we're essentially doing is trying to change the behavior before we change our belief. But true behavior change is identity change. So in other words, when we only work to change the outward appearance of who we are, but we don't change the inside of who we are, then we will never really find true transformation because we're not changing. It's like we're not addressing the root of the problem. We can have all these new goals and new plans when we don't change who we are, when our identity doesn't change. Then we don't change. And here is the encouraging part. Our identity does not come from our physical appearance. Our identity comes from within. It comes from God. And that should bring like a smile to your face right now. Like the pressure is off. Our identity is not rooted in our physical appearance, not rooted in our weight, it's not rooted in our waist size, not rooted in our chest size. It's not rooted in the size of our biceps. Like our identity is not rooted in our physical appearance and thank God for it. So let's go back to the beginning of the podcast when we said, why? We go to the gym, we want to eat healthier, we want to stop these sugary foods, etc. Why do we keep getting stuck? Well, until we change the belief around who we are, then our change in behavior will only last so long. So this is this is the way out. This is how we move forward. We change the belief around who we are. We change our identity. And as Christians, as women of faith, we know and we just need to remember that our identity is rooted in Jesus Christ alone. This is the spiritual part of our being that is eternal, that is connected to God, that is connected to something greater than the temporary physical experience that we're having, that is connected to something greater than the flesh that deteriorates and gets old and breaks down and, and suffers from disease and sickness. And, you know, that is the temporary part of who we are. Our identity is rooted in the eternal soul that Christ has given us that is going to live forever. And when we connect to that part of ourselves for our identity, then the magic happens. Because when we plug into the one who actually gave us our identity in the first place, then we're no longer operating from the temporal. We're operating from eternal, from forever. And remember, Jesus said, take care of the inside first and the outside will be taken care of. Like clean the inside up and the outside will be clean. And that should be the best news ever on your health journey, on your wellness journey, that Christ has already given us an identity in him. We are no longer ruled by our sinful desires of the flesh. And we only need to believe it. Because once we truly believe it, then guess what? Our behaviors change. 
in Christ is our true identity. I mean, we are completely free to be who God has made us and redeemed us to be in him. This is the key to getting unstuck on your wellness journey. In Romans chapter 15, Paul even implores us to live our lives in Christ. Paul lives this way himself. He says, I glory in Christ. And in all of the epistles, even Paul encourages us, encourages us to be in Christ, in him or in the Lord over 160 times, y'all. That's 160 times that Paul mentions to be in Christ, to be in him, to be in the Lord, that our identity is in Jesus Christ alone. So what does it mean to have your identity in Christ? Well, it's not just a matter of claiming Bible verses, but to have our identity in Christ means that we are placing our confidence for our life, for our health, for our wellness, for our eternity in the Lord himself. It's, it's learning to do all that we do with and for the kingdom of God with an eternal perspective. We are being formed into the image of the Lord and we want other people to find that freedom too. Y'all, this is the best news ever. I mean, if you have been on a wellness journey and you have been stuck in this rat race of on again, off again, on again, off again, diet after diet, exercise program after exercise program, those tools are great and wonderful, but we have to understand that our first and primary foundational principle in our wellness journey is that we are not of this world. Our identity comes from Jesus Christ, not from our physical appearance, not from the body type that we have. We are not ruled by the desires of the flesh. We don't follow those same standards that the world sets. We don't have to be become marketed to and fall into the trap of consumerism. And, 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 and those people are just making a bunch of money off of us. We've got to shift our eyes back to Jesus and know that our identity is found in him what would he have us do? What is his plan for our life? How would he have us take care of our body? Those are the questions that we ask. And when we know who we are in him, guess what? Our behavior changes. The Bible teaches us. I'm about to throw a bunch of scripture at you, y'all. This is so awesome. And I'm going to put these passages in the show notes. But I want to speak these over you today, wherever you are, if you're in the car, if you're walking, if you're listening to this at your home and your ear pods, I want you to soak up these truths from the word of God today. The Bible teaches us that for us who are in Christ, there is no condemnation. Romans 8, 1. We can never be separated from the love of God. Romans 8, 39. We have wisdom from God. 1 Corinthians 1, 30. Our labor is not in vain, 1 Corinthians 15, 58. We are a new creation, 2 Corinthians 5, 17. We become God's children, Galatians 3, 26. We have every spiritual blessing, Ephesians 1, 3. We have forgiveness of sins, Ephesians 1, 7. We were chosen, Ephesians 1, 11. We've been given the incomparable riches of God's grace, Ephesians 2, 7. We who were once far away 
have been brought near. Ephesians 2.13 We are built together as a holy building. Ephesians 2.22 We may approach God with freedom and confidence. Ephesians 3.12 We are light. Ephesians 5.8 We can give thanks in all circumstances. 1 Thessalonians 5.18 We have hope, faith, and love. 1 Timothy 1 and 1. We can gain an excellent standing and great assurance. 1 Timothy 3.13 We are God's handiwork. Ephesians 2.10 And we have the promise of life. 2 Timothy 1.1 Amen. 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 Praise God. Thank you, God, for your word. Friends, when we truly grasp who we are, not our physical appearance, but our identity in Christ alone, I promise you our behaviors will change. We will feed ourselves better. We will use the bodies God has given us to bring joy and love to everyone we meet. We will make better choices around how we care for our bodies, how we care for our minds. Our behavior will not be rooted in selfish desires, but in an internal perspective to bring glory to God and to build the body of Christ and the kingdom of God on earth. Y'all, we have God's spirit living on the inside of us. He's given us this temple, this vessel. You don't have to be stuck anymore. You are a child of God. He has given you confidence, freedom, grace, joy, the ability, the power, the, the, the words of God to move forward in faith. When you find yourself, the next time you find yourself stuck in that old pattern of, I can't do this. It's too hard. This doesn't even matter anyways. I want you to go to the word of God and I want you to say, God, this is your journey. I belong to you. Give me the wisdom. Give me the, the right ways and the right motives of my heart to be a vessel of honor for you. It's not about striving. It's about surrender. It's about surrendering our motive and our desires to his will. He is building us up. He is transforming us up, transforming us into into his image. He has given us his spirit to fight this this flesh. And by faith we can do it. We can do it, y'all. We can be well from the inside out. He is transforming us that way. I hope that you can see that this small shift is great. It's huge. It's everything. You don't have to be stuck anymore. You have no excuse. Your identity isn't in those things. Your identity is in Christ. Amen. I want to pray this scripture over you as I close today. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 16 through 21. If you close your eyes, if you're able to, and just breathe and soak up the words of God here. I pray that he may grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with power in your inner being through his spirit, and that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. I pray that you, being rooted and firmly established in love, 
may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the length and width and height and depth of God's love, and to know Christ's love that surpasses knowledge, so that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do above and beyond all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. Whew, what an episode. I am so glad we had this chat today because I know that God's word sheds light in the dark places and brings freedom. And as tough and hard as it is sometimes to hear the truth, it's what we need to hear, all of us. And so I hope that you will take today's episode and soak it up. I hope that it brings the truth to your journey that you need to move forward in faith. And I hope that you will share this with someone. Every woman of God needs to hear this message. This is the message that we need to hear as Christian women to release the bondage of sin that hangs over our head in regards to our wellness journeys. Today's takeaways are this, true behavior change equals identity change. Behavior modification only works for so long. It's not sustainable. Sometimes we get stuck in our wellness journey because our motives aren't right. God is trying to change us from the inside out. Our identity is not rooted in our physical appearance. Our identity comes from Christ alone. When we change our belief around who we are, our behaviors will change. And God has given us freedom, wisdom, grace, and he's given us his spirit to lead us in this new identity that he's given us in him. Amen. I love you so much, friends. I'm so thankful for each of you. My prayer for each of you is that you will find true wellness from within, that God would shower you over and over with his abundant love, that you will let God love you, that you will let God lead you. It's a beautiful journey. It's a beautiful life living in him. Share this episode with someone that you think would be encouraged. Subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. It helps other people find it. Connect with me on social media. I would love to chat with you there. Send me a DM. Send me a comment. Send me a private message. Whatever you have to do. I'm all over the place. Melissa Love Stewart on Instagram. Melissa Love Stewart on Facebook. Join our Christian Women's Wellness Facebook group for more inspiration and encouragement throughout the week. Anyway, let's just connect. Until next time, I'm sending you a great big hug and lots of expectation your way.